been asking me to be the best in the world. Why, Eddie, why? Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, it's your boy Stevie Job. And it's your boy Dangerous Duke. And welcome back to the Dangerous Jobbers podcast, putting wrestling over one podcast at a time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, before we get to anything, cheap plug, Duke, tell them where they can find us. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Ladies and gentlemen, if you guys have been here before, welcome back to the channel. You guys know where you can find us since you've been here before. But if you're new, because you might be new, this is where you can find us. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Music, Google Podcasts. Just type in Dangerous Drivers Podcast and we'll pop up right there. You can also find us on Instagram at Dangerous Drivers Podcast and Dangerous Jobber. You can find us on Twitter at Dangerous Jobber. You can find us on Facebook, TikTok, MySpace, and last but not least, make sure you check us out on our website, dangerousjobberswebsite.com, baby. All right, man. Traditionally, we do a little thing called the Wrestler of the Pod. This week was kind of a no-brainer. Even though a lot of you might know him, I still want to give Wrestler of the Pod to uh, the winner of the G1 Climax, uh, Tetsuya Naito. Um, shout out to him. I think it was a long time coming. I also feel like a lot of people, for a lot of people, this could have been left field. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> I think he's been playing backseat to a lot of the New Japan big names. And so this was finally... Um, him getting a chance to run with it. Yeah, it's definitely a long time coming, like you said. Yeah, so even though it's a little out of left field and uh, I saw some people saying Osprey should win, Osprey's got a lot of opportunities. Yeah. I mean, how long are we going to keep Naito in the background? So, wrestler of the pod, Tetsuya Naito, congratulations on winning the G1 Climax. Yes, sir. No easy feat. No easy feat at all, man. Um, but yeah. You got something I want to say before we jump into the nitty gritty of what went down this week. Um, not wrestling related, but still still a tragic uh, subject needs to be addressed. Uh, this past week, the people in Hawaii, specifically Maui and the other neighboring islands, have been dealing with wildfires that have just kind of like set the whole island on a standstill. They're still evacuating people off the island. They're still trying to get resources into the island to help deal with these fires and whatnot. So just our thoughts and prayers go to anybody in Hawaii, whether you know somebody there or you live there yourself, because this is truly a tragedy. So we just wanted to extend our thoughts and prayers to everybody that's been affected with this tragedy. Yeah. I mean, you said it. Yeah, it's it's sad. It's sad. These things that happen in the world, but in these times, them people need us more than any. So, just a quick little shout out to them. We're with you guys. Our thoughts and our prayers. And you're gonna rebuild and be stronger than ever. And to piggyback off of that, it was really cool to see uh, the video you showed me earlier of uh, Dana White donating a million dollars to Hawaii and selling the shirts. 
Yes. That's yeah. really cool to see too. Yes. And he's also uh, imploring all other sponsors that are affiliated with the UFC to contribute as well, whether it's buying a t-shirt, donating, sending resources, whatever it may be. So that was pretty cool to see. Um, On to the wrestling news. So we talked about New Japan and the G1 Climax. That's the biggest thing going on over there. Moving into AEW, we're getting closer and closer to All In. Um, They've surpassed records. I don't really know if anybody threw the expectation on them for, mm-hmm. but a win is a win. Yeah, they I mean, you know. Surpassed uh, SummerSlam's numbers from like the 90s or the 90s, the 80s. Uh- yeah, I think it was mid nineties, if I'm not. I, I know ninety. I believe it was ninety two or ninety three. It was one of them two years. But I mean, congratulations to them. Yeah. Um, you know, when it's a win, the card is getting there. Mm-hmm. But we'll talk about it. Um, one of the first things. Before we get into anything, did we did we already talk about Billy retiring? No, we didn't touch on Billy retiring. Yeah, real quick on that. I thought it was I didn't I wasn't sure what it was. I thought it was story. Mm-hmm. It could still be story, but it doesn't look like it. No. But I mean good on Billy. I agree. Um Billy has uh, He's at the age where he can retire, and if he, that's what he chooses, then, hey, more power to you. You had a great career. You've helped countless people. Not only that, you've been a part of some of the biggest moments, not only in AEW, but WWE as a whole. Um, so it's nice to see him kind of get his flowers in a way. I would have liked it to be something a little bit different just because of everything he's done. But, again, he, he probably chose to go out on his own accord, not nothing too crazy, and – Kudos to him, man. Hell of a career, whether it's storyline or not. But if it's not, hope you ride off into the sunset like a king. Because if anybody deserves a good ride in the sunset, it's good old daddy ass, Billy Gunn. <laughs> yeah. And and speaking of somebody we thought was going to ride off into the sunset, but is now back, apparently. For, for how long, nobody knows. I'm sure it might have been a one-off, but you never know. Um, RVD returned to... Square off against Jungle Boy for the FTW Championship. Right. And um, sick match, man. I, right. I got to give it to him. Uh, Rob, Rob can still go a little bit. Very sick. I will say, I <laughs> this is, and in, in Jeff Hardy's first real comeback mm-hmm. from like, and I mean like fresh, Winning the tag team titles at WrestleMania, Hardys, mm-hmm. when they had just returned, and yeah, they, when they they brought them out, and I lost my freaking mind because they did. were winning tag team championships all over the globe, and then mm-hmm. they just popped up at WrestleMania and did the impossible. But that Jeff, when he first came back, like he was a little, he wasn't quite as fast, no, but. It he made up for it by being a lot more accurate. Like the swan time looked like it hurt more. Mm-hmm. The whisper in the wind looked devastating and it never used to look like that. Um, certain things just got a little more refined. 
Mm-hmm. And I feel like that was RVD. He wasn't quite as fast. No, but, but all the old moves looked a little worse. Like, well, you know, that I, I think M, that, uh, uh, I mean, that spinning wheel case, the Van Daminator off of the, yeah, yeah, off of the, the mm-hmm. barricade, Van Daminator from yeah. the apron to the barricade looked like he broke that man in half. I mean, it sounded bad and it looked worse. And I was like, oh my gosh. I, I feel like and that might can still go, man. I feel like that might be a thing because it probably hurts him to do it now too. And the same thing with Jeff. You've been doing them for so long. You've been doing them moves for 25 plus years. Those ain't some easy moves to do. Yeah, man. I remember. Especially when, you, especially when the, you're jumping from the heights that these people jump from. Yeah, because they go for it. Yeah. They go for it. Van Damme still goes for it, man. And and I I remember Jeff saying kind of the same thing too. He was like, "Man, it used to hurt more to barely touch them." Mm-hmm. She says, "So I'm just I'm landing on you. <laughs> it just takes the wind out of people, but uh-huh. it looks so much better. I know it hurts the other guy more, but it looks so sick." Like yeah. it, it just looks so sick. But hey, but then again, like like the like everybody says, it's professional wrestling. It ain't ballet. So I mean, yeah, man. Everybody's bound to get hurt at some point or another. Yeah, man. Um, so just a quick highlight on that. I like Jack Perry's new thing. I still like that it's very Christian. It's very scumbag. Yeah. It's very by any means, but mm-hmm. it's better because just like Christian, even though he was playing a total scumbag, we knew we could go in the ring. Yeah. So it's not like we were questioning his wrestling ability. He's just an asshole. Pretty much. And it just adds to the character. So I like I liked the Jungle Boy Van Dam match because he really went, but he found a way to steal it. Mm-hmm. And that's just it, they just put together a perfect match, man. You couldn't ask for anything better. No, it was it was definitely a good quality uh showing. And now that I've leaded with love, <laughs> here comes uh, the dagger. Here comes my gripe of the week. It looks like they're going with the CM Punk Samoa Joe story. Which is great. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure I really wrap my head around them making a secondary title out of Punk's title, which they've been teasing. Yeah. <laughs> it's um. so. I mean, I get it, but like. Where have we seen this before? Yeah. Where a guy shows up with a title. And another guy has a title. And they're going to fight each other for the title. <laughs> Where have we seen? You know what it feels like? It feels like. It feels like. Playground politics. Like we used to play together. We got in a fight. So I'm taking me and my friends. And, and my basketball over here mm-hmm. to play with my friends. Yeah. 
And those guys went and just bought a new basketball. So now they're over there playing with your friend. You're still in the same playground, but now yeah. we're playing on different courts. Because I don't like you guys. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? With, with, like, with the same basketball. I mean, do, who, does anybody care whose basketball it is if it's irrelevant? Like, <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Like, I, like the old adage says, history doesn't repeat itself, but it rhymes. This is just this, this just is this, this rhymes so much with something that happened about 10 years ago. Like we're just never gonna address it. That's that's the direction we've decided to take. We we've never we're not seen even this gonna before. go as far as introducing a world championship for the people on collision to win. We're not even gonna concern them with the belt over there. No. We're just gonna make punk champion with the belt that he had to give up. And because see, this is his show, and we're solidifying it by just awarding him the championship that we stripped from him for being unprofessional. Like, like it's like just, you, we're totally addressing the fact that we're not doing anything about this. It's like you put the kid in timeout, and after you put the kid in timeout, you give him an ice cream. It's ridiculous, man. It's ridiculous. But it's like the, the kid spilled ice cream all over the floor. So you put him in timeout and then you give him another ice cream. But That's Duke, here's here's the funny thing, Duke. That's not even what I'm mad at. And the words of and the words of I believe it was Pat Stay, may he rest in peace. You can have that. Ain't even what I'm mad at. <laughs> My problem is this. Now that y'all have given punk this. I don't play well with others championship. Mm -hmm. It's clear that he's going to have his own match at all in because FTR is fighting the young bucks, which is the storyline that we should have went with for punk, but whatever, (laughs) whatever. I mean, if you don't care, I shouldn't care. Right. Again, where have we seen this before? Whatever. So, (laughs) So, Punk, of course, being the only one not to go along with the plan when everyone else decided they were going to join the other side of the court. Punk pulled back one of his friends and said, you're going to stay here and play with me. (laughs) So, so, So I'm mad at this. Y'all decided after ending a streak over a decade long and reintroducing a match not had in what seven years did they say? Uh yeah. How many so. years? Reintroducing that as a match that wasn't the finals, and then having that decade-long story and no build again. Well, just ending things, no build. And then I'm expected to just deal with that. And now you guys have decided, you know what, we're actually going to go back to this. Well, let me tell you something, genius. Wouldn't it have been way more interesting if y'all had Joe beat him? I mean, hypothetically speaking, let's just roll it back. Samoa Joe beats Punk. Yes. 
And nobody should be surprised because we've just spent the whole night telling you how Samoa Joe has whipped his ass every single time they've been in the ring. Mm-hmm. Their entire life, their entire friendship, their entire career. Wouldn't it just make sense for that to still be a hill he has to overcome? His greatest rival, Samoa Joe. And then you have Samoa Joe not get beaten, but have the other guy survive him by cheating Ricky Starks and do the same Ricky Starks storyline and have Samoa Joe in the same place because he's still ROH TV champion. He don't need to be in all these stories. So Punk can go right back to being the star and we can just forget about it until last week or yesterday when y'all had CM Punk and FTR go up against House of Black and Samoa Joe showed up and choked him out, why would Samoa Joe suddenly pop up to choke out CM Punk? Well, because now CM Punk is a shiny new title. He's parading around like he earned it. Mm-hmm. And Joe knows he can beat him because he just beat him. So now Joe is back to take his lunch money. And we're Pretty like, much. oh my God, our hero CM Punk that just awarded us this new title is about to get it ripped away by this monster. And it's going to happen at all in the indie guys are going to go at it one more time for the AEW world championship. I mean, that's money. Hypothetically speaking. I agree. And now you're going to do the same match with not even half the momentum. I feel like, I mean, I feel like Tony probably did this to, to Tony's detriment. Sometimes this works. Tony probably felt like they're two big enough names that you don't need to build. Now, granted, most cases, when it's two huge names, you really don't need a build. Like Rock, Cena, you didn't really need a build, but we got one anyway. Um, KO, Austin, we never really got the build, but it was still awesome anyway. The build was literally an hour at Mania. That was the build. This, I feel like there's still two big names, two of the biggest names in indie history, but given how long their rivalry has been, I would say you need a build for this because you need something to rekindle it. Like, yeah, we've been rivals for 20 some odd years. We fought each other up and down the road, but I've whooped your ass every time. You you would be the, un- like, Punk would be the underdog in this story. And where wrestling. He, where and, he thrives and, best. And in wrestling logic, bro, just in wrestling logic, why would the guy that's been away for how many years Punk that hasn't that hasn't been seven. able to be seven years that hasn't even been able to stay back a full year yet be able to destroy a man whose momentum has not stopped since the day you left? He has always been booked as dominant. He has always been booked as a monster. He's never once lost in a situation that looked like somebody beat him. Yeah. Ever. No matter where he's went. Even if it was WWE and NXT, even if he did lose, he still looked 
legitimate. He still looked like that monster. And, and you you left it going. That guy just barely got away. Yeah. And so this is why would Punk be able to just beat him? Yeah, I haven't I haven't fought this guy in I don't know how many years, and he's beating me every single time I beat him. And I haven't really been able to be back for a full, you know, however many months. But you know, me coming back old and broken, barely getting back into the swing of things, is gonna take on this King Kong of a mother freaker. Yeah, and come out on top convincingly. What? I mean, and I, I feel like the I feel like it's been at least well, let's see. We're in 2023. You go back 20 years. That's 2003. So it's probably been like 19, like 19 years since they fought each other last. And that's how good their rivalry was. I'm just going to beat them. The first night the AEW crowd is going to be able to see it live. I'm just going to beat them. Yeah. It's just going to be over. Like this whole story, over. Right now. It's over. And then we'll get back to it later or something. What? Like I mean, I, I'll end up. I'll end up by Tony saying. I'll, I'll end up by saying this. I get you building KO and Stone Cold because you're building the match. Mm-hmm. You would book it that way. The year Cena fought Taker. You would have booked it that way. Uh, 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 Triple H fighting the Undertaker. HBK fighting the Undertaker. I get it. You would build it that way. You wouldn't build Triple H and Shawn Michaels that way. No. You just wouldn't. And in an indie world, there are only so many parallels to that. Mm-hmm. There's CM Punk and Samoa Joe. There might be um, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. I don't really know how many more there are like that. But, um okay yeah I, I get what you were saying but there's only so many that are like these two have ride together and died together and they've been in the hardest of rivalries all of their lives and there's always been one more dominant than the other and blah blah blah, blah. with all this backstory you yep. roll that out it just doesn't make sense I and i'll leave it there um Another turn on my best friend story. Adam Cole and MJF are going to All In for the AEW World Championship. Mm. No one's turned on each other yet. I mean, technically, Roderick Strong. Where do we see this going? I mean, he's losing Roddy. He's gaining MJF, but is MJF fully trusting of him? Is Adam Cole fully reliable? Is Adam Cole playing him? Is MJF playing him? Who knows? Are they really falling into this? Is Adam working with Roddy? Like, what's your theory? For my money and for my thought analysis, I would want Adam to be playing Max. Mm. Uh, MJF, despicable heel, you know arguably the best heel in the business. Mm-hmm. Something he hasn't done to this day is be a baby face. Mm-hmm. So I feel like if you ha- if you have Adam turn on MJF, whether it be, you know, with a Roddy interference or a low blow, hit with the title, somebody else debuts to help Adam, like what if it's something like that, it would make the story better because one, you get a new champion. 
he that champion already has backup with him. And then you give MJF an opportunity to be a whole new, not a whole new character, but get a whole new feel about him. Like he'll still he'll still be that smart Alex asshole, but he'll be like the baby face version of it. He'll be essentially like the Deadpool. Mm. He'll crack mm-hmm. jokes at mm-hmm. you, beat the hell out of you, but yeah. still be funny about it and serious at the same time. Yeah. I dig that. He'll be like that spoiled rich kid who got in with the cool kids at public in public school and then st- stopped being so much of a rich prick and kind of just became a jock. Mm-hmm. That kind of sense. He'll be Troy Bolton, but hilarious. Yes. Troy uh, Bolton mixed with a little bit of Deadpool. Was mixed with a little bit of Deadpool. He'll be like Ryan Gosling as Troy Bolton. Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, yeah, Ryan Reynolds. Too many Ryans out there. They all look alike. They all look like Ken. Um, Hi, Barbie. <laughs> Words yeah, I never thought yeah. I would utter no, on a podcast. You, you, you described it perfectly, though. Like, I couldn't have said it better. Like, they just... I feel like the more entertaining thing would be to go with Adam. Mm-hmm. And this all being a plot. And the kingdom and Roddy and Adam all being in on it and making MJF think he's pulling him away from Roddy. Exactly. And that, like, he truly found a friend and he's given him the opportunity of a lifetime because that's what a friend would do. Mm-hmm. And him making the only true friend in his life turning on him and ending up being a bigger asshole than he is. And it just destroying him inside. So he's he's the same him. But now it's funny because he's he got turned on like he's the victim. Pretty much. So now you're rooting for him. Even though I feel like I personally might still be rooting for Adam Cole. I feel like that'd be the heist of the century. I heist feel like if century. you if you fucking oh my gosh. <laughs> if you if you we, we start in a fantasy him, book. If you turned on him at the very end and just like and scene, gotcha. Mm-hmm. And like, damn, that would be crazy. All right, yeah, we're fantasy booking. But that was I I feel like that's the way to go, man. You said it perfectly. Mm-hmm. You said it perfectly. Um, so move with that being said, moving on to WWE things, man. Um, and again, not a not a whole lot of things to go through. Um, short note, Dominic Mysterio still the biggest heel in the business. I yes. just gave MJF and Adam Cole all these flowers, but Dominic is by Dominic's far top heel right now. Heel, by far. He's main eventing three shows. Three shows at a time. Yes. He's so big, they have to put him on every show. And he don't even got to talk. He ain't even got to talk. They don't even want him to. Imagine that. Oh, my we, God. We, I we thought Tommaso Ciampa had he. We should be acknowledging Dom, not Roman Reigns. Bro. Bro. That's what Benny the Bumper would say. Exactly. Oh, um, speaking of Dom and... Judgment Day related things before we jump into the WWE news, because I just remembered this. I'm going to throw it out there and give another shout out. Shout out to the one and only everyone's favorite mommy, Rhea Ripley. Congratulations, Mm -hmm. because she just got engaged to the real man, Buddy Matthews. So congratulations to Rhea and Buddy. Dom, we sorry, man. But hey, like mommy, you should have put a ring on it. 
<laughs> Listen, at this point, they no, I'm not gonna go there. I'm not even gonna say that. I'm not even too gonna, soon, too soon. I'm not gonna say what I was gonna say. Now you say that. We don't even know I'm if that's PG. That. These are both two engaged couples, and they just have a working relationship and nothing more. You know, they're just a. I do want to say how ironic how ironic that they're both Australian too. <laughs> they are both Australian. Maybe it's the accent that did it, man. Maybe it's the accent. Maybe. Um, but in real news, <laughs> I was just throwing that Dominic thing out there. Um, in real news, speaking of Dominic, related to Dominic, Ray Mysterio, LWO, has somehow worked a way into a storyline where Ray wins the United States Championship. I don't know if they're kayfabe in us or not, bro, but it seems quite ironic that somehow the U.S. title scene that really has had no story has no. turned into a story about the LWO winning a championship together without really having to face each other. Yeah. Yeah like a story thread of togetherness. Somehow they pulled that off in front of my eyes, whether they've kayfabed it or not, with Ray getting the whiplash, him being out. So uh, uh, so Santos gets the win. Santos gets the opportunity for the United States Championship. Then he gets hurt, and Ray subs in and now wins see. the championship for the LWO. And they're both on the ramp hugging. And it, you know what I mean? Somehow this seems like Kayfabe. You got me. Like you pulled one didn't right I tell under my you nose, guys, didn't you? you I remember it. telling you guys from the very beginning. I'm like, it doesn't look like he got hurt. And it didn't look like he got hurt. Still, I don't know, man. Like that was, was a little I'm under the assumption. I'm under well, it didn't get me because I knew he was I knew he wasn't really injured. But I feel like I don't know what the point of all this was. If you wanted Ray to do it all along, you should have just had Ray win. Like, the student's not going to beat the master. So, I feel like you could have just did it that way. But, I mean, in a shocking turn of events, we have a Hall of Famer holding a mid-card title, which is a surprise in and of itself. I didn't expect Ray to do it. But I will say this. The fact that Ray did win, for me, I feel like sets up one of two things. It'll either be Ray versus Santos Escobar for the title at some point, mm. or Ray's going to hold it until they're ready to give it to LA Knight. I can see that. It could be one of two things. I'm more leaning towards the first option. I feel like that's going to happen at some point, but it, for me, it's either one of two things because the theory run wasn't that great. And, and he's the seventh longest reigning U.S. champion. 259 days, I believe. It's amazing how he managed to do that and only defend the title a handful of times. I thought about it, and I was like, what? Because be honest. So I didn't really think to myself, like, has he had it that long? Has he really? Yeah, be honest. Like, I feel like it's been what was, like a quick. What was the last? me. Yeah, what was the last Austin Theory title match that you remember before Rey Mysterio? Be honest. Only those triple threats when he was involved with Bobby Lashley and Seth Rollins. Was it Seth Rollins? 
where like he would keep escaping or like winning the title off of I think it was Bronson them interfering in each other's matches. I think it might have been Bronson. Bronson might have been involved. Reed? Yeah. No. And Bobby? Was I he believe that early? Yeah. I believe so. But that's that's the last thing I remember. The last thing I remember was Mania with John. Oh yeah, yeah. Mania with I, John. I don't. I, I'd be honest. I don't even remember who he beat for the title. I want to say it was Priest. I feel like it was Bobby. That's why I was like, I'm not even a hundred percent. I'm, I'm thinking it was probably Damian Priest. But that's how boring his run's been. I can't even re- remember who he beat. Yeah, he just snuck that one under our noses, bro. Like that's why I, I said mean, he had both of the real me. That's how okay. I felt about when I realized how long Del Rio had had like the world heavyweight championship. I was like, what? Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that's because nobody cares about his run, but he's had that thing forever. Like, <laughs> it's he like Dolph- realizing it because nobody's really paying attention. Like, it's like Dolph Ziggler's second world title run. We all remember the first, but none of us remember the yeah, second. <laughs> no, no, I don't. I don't. No, I remember the cash at one. Yeah, that was that was his first world title. Yeah, I don't nobody he nobody remembers. Title. Yeah, he did. Nobody remembers his second one. I think he held it for like three weeks. Did, after yeah, at, me, at, after the me. show, did he I'll cash pull, in again or something? No, he lost it and then won it back again. When we're done, when, when we're done with this, I'll show you. Damn, I really don't know. All right, but yeah, yeah, I'll take your word for it, bro. But congratulations to Ray. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's amazing. I was very happy about it. I mean, it was done. It was time. You've yeah. held it that long, and you just haven't been able to get to the next level, bro. You need something Plus, new. You need something and it, new, and it'll make it more significant for the next person because you you gotta go through a hall of famer to get your to get your title. Yeah, Again, so it, it makes it more significant. It was a little odd that it happened, but I mean, you it you can don't be lose. a full circle thing to return to, though. I see. Yeah, like you you can't lose with this outcome in any way. It's gonna be good for the both of them, and it's good for mm-hmm. the LWL. Yeah, it's good for the LWL. Um. I want to say, speaking of opportunities, a quick little thing on EO Sky. Since SummerSlam, she's cashed in. She is our new, uh, which one is she? SmackDown. Is that the WWE Women's Champion? Yes, yeah, WWE Women's Champion. So congratulations to her. Um, another congratulations to Bailey. She's really learned how to make herself relevant through any course of time. Mm-hmm. She hasn't always been at the top of the card, but she's a very good staple. She's a very good staple in the women's division. So mm-hmm. shout out to her too because she's their group. Yeah. Um, shout out, but big shout out to El Sky. I'm really glad they they did it. Like for a minute, oh, I don't yeah. believe things. I'm. I really. I'm really. I have turned into a skeptic. I really mm-hmm. don't believe things are possible until I see them now. Yeah. So, to see her actually cash in and win, and then on a whim, unplanned, a true money in the bank moment, mm-hmm. like you kind of felt it, but you weren't sure. They went with the O Sky. On a I whim, love it. and asked Dakota because Dakota said she. She didn't know until like the day of or something like that that they needed mm-hmm. her. 
Um, and it was decided like that day. I love it. That's how it should feel. I wanted to feel like Seth Rollins. I wanted to feel like you got away with something. Yeah. They did a very good job at teasing that she can cash in and then doing it at the right time. I, I have, obviously we watched SummerSlam together. So our whole reaction was like that old KSI clip where he's like, yes, 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 no, no, no. And he goes back to yes, yes, yes. <laughs> that That's what the whole sequence <clears throat> was like. It was like, okay, we, we got a decent match. Oh, no, no, no. Bianca's back in. No, Bianca won. Yes, EO's in. Like, it was, it was a, a roller coaster. It, it, was was, roller coaster. it was the exact roller coaster that we needed. Yeah. Yeah, they took us for a loop, man. They took us for a loop. I mean, I, I mean, and I gotta hand it to Bianca because she's every bit as good as she's always been. Absolutely. And that finish was great, but nobody really wanted you to win. I mean, that I mean, I don't want to speak for everybody. A vast majority. I'm sure, I'm sure a vast majority of black people are like, F you, man. But I mean, come on, how long has she had it? Let's be real. Um, but, but regardless, she pulled it off in spectacular fashion mm-hmm. and she earned the win. Sucks to say, I just think it was the wrong choice, but to know that they use that to be the EO cash in perfect. Exactly. Now I feel like we can really get a heel Bianca and kind of turn damage control face with Dakota Kai coming back and them having the big hug and the ring and maybe after the Shotzi Blackheart stuff, they can get to a place of just being good faces. Mm-hmm. Um, And I feel like that'll just be good for them. And I feel like a, a Bianca that's pissed off that she keeps getting all her opportunities snuffed out of the way, no matter how much she earns them. Mm-hmm. The disrespect is going to turn her into heel Bianca, and I love heel Bianca, yes, more than face Bianca, to be honest. So, I think it's nothing but good things. I agree. Um, and more and more title opportunities. Yo, my guy. Yo, my guy. They're really doing it, bro. They're really doing it. Can we get a round of applause? Oh my gosh. Young Gable. Can we talk about Young Gable? Okay. Thank you. Beating Gunter and his Beat the Clock Challenge for one. Yes. Uh Let's go Rumble Young Man Rumble. Okay. Remind them of who you are. Okay. And then, (laughs) of course, he (laughs) Gunther flips and he gets beat up at the end of it. But you already knew Gable won the battle. That was payback. That was that was, you know, that's him being unfair, unsportsmanlike. Yep. That's that dark side of Gunther after all that respect the ring, the ring is sacred bull crap. At the end of the day, if he ain't winning, he's snapping on somebody. That's <laughs> mm-hmm. that's a lot of rage he's he's holding in. Yeah. Um but even after that, we already knew Gable won that battle. Just by yeah. beating him or not getting beat in the time period, he won the battle. To then go on and win the opportunity to face him again 
and the as the most unlikely of candidates to win, considering the other three people in the ring, except mm -hmm. maybe Matt Riddle. Nobody was expecting Matt Riddle to win. No. Um, but I mean, oh my gosh, Gable. Tomasa I, I mean, the guys he was in there with. Like, I'll say this. I feel like this is going to be. Uh, now, this might be a bold prediction. I don't know if anybody's going to agree with me or not. This is going to be Gunther's best match on the main roster. This will, I think, this will surpass Clash at the Castle. It'll surpass Mania this past year. I really truly believe him and Chad Gable are going to put on the best match of each other's careers. I just have two things to say. I think I can sum up all the long rants with these two things I have to say. And I have mm -hmm. to say it to two people. The first thing I have to say is to Chad Gable. Chad, this is going to be the match of your freaking life. Absolutely. This is bigger than you and AJ. This is this is big. This is the biggest match of your life. Bigger than Alpha Academy, bigger than Gable Academy, whatever you, you call it. You have the opportunity to go in there and put on the grappling uh, 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 spectacle. spectacle of a lifetime with one of the heaviest hitting, most technical wrestlers we have ever seen. And make him look like John Cena versus AJ Styles at SummerSlam. Mm -hmm. And capture a moment where you cross the line from being a comedy act to being a threat. And you can thread the needle. If you can unlock that level of character in one night, bro, this could change the trajectory of your career. Absolutely. 100%. No pressure. Second thing I have to say. <laughs> Triple H, you mother. <laughs> don't you, don't you. Don't you do it. Don't you. Don't you make me. Don't you bring me to this edge again. Where I think you can make a, a, a career defining. A, a life changing. A, a, a dream dream match fantasy couldn't have called it in a million years make a guy moment don't mm -hmm. you bring this crap to me and have him lose okay right. i don't you bring this moment to me and not make it worth my freaking while man i'm sick of you taking me this far and denying me at the door hunter all right, don't you do it, man. Don't you do it, man. God, I hate when he does that crap. Mm -hmm. All right, moving on. Uh, the only thing that we have left, which I feel like is the thing we'll talk most about, so we'll try to keep I'll try to keep it short. Um, the bloodline, we got to talk about the ones. We got to talk about the ones. We got to talk about the, the, the biggest family in wrestling history. We got to talk about the most dominant, the most relevant, uh, uh, the, the most uh, uh, championship accomplishing, uh, a record book holding 
family in the business, okay? We have a hail to the tribal chief ceremony, whatever the hell that is. Roman Reigns set the scene for you. Roman Reigns comes out with Solo Sokoa, the new right-hand man. Paul Heyman, the wise man. He gets his little, you know, acknowledge me and we're going through the motions and Reigns is a little bit confused and he goes, you know, Paul, where is Jimmy? You know, he's with us now, right? We mm -hmm. had that whole thing at SummerSlam where Jay almost whipped my ass and I was finna lose that John. And Jimmy came out of nowhere and chose his side again to earn his way back in the family, or so we thought. Mm -hmm. Jimmy comes out of the crowd like like popped up like a vampire or something. Um, trans transformed or transported himself into the stadium, and turned around like a scene in a movie, like he was waiting in the alleyway or something. Right, <laughs> and comes in the ring like a thief in the night, you know. Mm -hmm. Those uh uh, and that first of all, before he even speaks, they're calling him a sellout. You sold out. You sold out. You sold out. Whole stadium. Just dig, just digging into him. Oh, turning, turning, and, and Roman's laughing. Roman's don't laughing. pay them no mind. They don't matter. Come, come on, come. It's not even about them. You know what it is. You know how that come. You know, they crazy. You know, we for mm -hmm. him. Jimmy goes. Forget all that. This ain't even about you. I did it for Jay. And, and in that and in that moment, you know, Jay comes down and Jay because I did it for you and did it. Da, da, and before he really gets off to the races with it, with this elaborate story. That we're forced to listen to. I just thought in my head in that moment, I did it for the rock. Exactly. <laughs> and I was like, no, you was not. No, you was not. <laughs> no, you yeah, was not dude. about you, to you... tell me you ran over Steve Austin for me, bro. No, you were not. No, you were not. No, you were not, dog. No, you were not. Oh my oh, God. man. You know, oh, this no. this is um, this is a confusing twist in the story, and it gets even worse. Go so, ahead. Jimmy spits this whole tale about I did it for you because the crown corrupts people, and I didn't want you to become anything like Roman because he's all of these nasty things that he totally burned his bread with Roman over just now. <laughs> so ain't no going back that way mm -mm. and it's like I did this for you because I ain't want to see you do that you don't need the crown bro and da -da 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 this because I love you and da -da 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 -da. bullshit bullshit and I gotta tell you the best thing about this segment was every single time somebody spoke I'm thinking in my head as a real mother. 
what I would do if I was Jay Uso. Mm. And let me tell you, let me tell you, it was like they had Spike Lee directing because every single thing I said in my head that I would do, Jay did. Mm -hmm. And it threw me for a freaking loop. Because I was like, what do you do? You did it for me. That's really how you feel. You're going to stop the biggest opportunity of a lifetime. Roman admitted to you, you owe him one. You saved his ass. Mm -hmm. I had him beat. He said, let's be real about it. And you, you really thought, instead of coming to me, you really was. He's like, but I love you that deep that you might be right. I can't even fight you. I'm going to turn my back on you. And then I was like, that was the right move. That's what a real one would do. I'm not even mm -hmm. going to get into this whole thing. Because after Jimmy was like, hit me if, you, if that's what you need to do. Blah, 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 blah. Not like bull crap. Whatever. Mm -hmm. I was like, I ain't even going to get into it. I'm going to turn my back on you. You done already humiliated yourself. You already know you was wrong. You know what you did was wrong. I ain't even going to go there with you. He leave, and then you hear Roman pop and all over the pop and all over the, oh my God. Blah, 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 blah. Like, dog. Then we go over this. I can beat you. So I, in my head, I'm going, I just kicked him. Bow, there you go, right there. Mm -hmm. oh, as soon as you say oh, it, it happens. As soon as I said it, I'd have kicked him. Bow, there you go. See that? That's what a real one would do. Oh, like a GTA here come the double character. team. Here come the double team. Take this ball up there. Take him both out. Boop, boop, boop. Take him both out. I mm -hmm. said, oh, that's the man right there. Then he get out the ring and go, come in. Come back. And I'm like, uh, I ain't really feeling it. I'd have kicked him too. Mm -hmm. I'd have kicked him too. I said, oh, my God. Number. He did it. I said, wait a minute. I really was like, if, if it was me, you was wrong for getting in the way. And I'm sick of his mouth because I hadn't already whooped him twice. Mm -hmm. So I'm letting off on everybody. <laughs> everybody can get it at that point. I'm better than all y'all, and I'm sick of all y'all holding me back. Boom, boom, boom. Take him all out. But then he took me for an extra loop. Here come that extra twist Triple H threw in there that I didn't call. Goes up to the camera and says, I'm out. Mm -hmm. I'm out the bloodline. I'm out of SmackDown. I'm out of WWE. I quit. Deuces. Deuces. Off Deuces. into the sunset. Like CM Punk, but better. But way better. <laughs> Man. As a WrestleMania main eventer. <laughs> Just let me not even rub that in. Dude. Um goes off into the sunset. Bro, I'm leaving it to you. I didn't spelled it out. What are your thoughts on this week's turn in the story? Makes me want to tune in next week. <laughs> no, but <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, it's kind of surprising that they went the that they went with the I quit route. Like he's just, you know what? I don't even want to deal with this no more. I don't even want to be the champ. I don't want to be the tribal chief. Y'all all messed up in the head, and I'm going to just separate myself. Mm. So this tells me that something's going to happen to where he's got to come back, 
And it's just going to, he's just going to be like a one man wrecking crew. He is going to be reminiscent of Austin beating up the entire WCW roster. Like it's just going to be one of those moments, but uh, I'm really, I'm, I'm invested. Like I, I, I think the move was odd. It was a little weird. Didn't expect it to happen this quick or at all for that matter. But mm-hmm. the way that they've been investing in Jay this whole time, once they started realizing we wanted Jay, it makes sense. And I feel like it's going to be about two or three weeks before he officially comes back. You know what it felt like? Mm-hmm. It, it just warmed my heart because not only was it everything that I thought and more. Mm-hmm. It took it to a place where if anybody was still on the fence about it. Like if you were still skeptical that it could have been Jay. If you were still skeptical that they're going with Jay versus Roman as the story. If you were still on the fence about if Jay could stand on his own. If you were still on the fence about if it would really be believable. In one night, he took out everybody else around him. He took out every other person and made you deny who he was. He took out the big dog, took out the sidekick, took out his own brother. Mm -hmm. For anybody that thought it wasn't possible, I can kick him in the face too. It's like that. Yeah. And bounced. Not only can I nail everybody you think I won't nail, I don't need them either. I'm gone. And mm-hmm. one moment he takes all the shine everybody else has and leaves the night with it. With the people in the crowd. Mm-hmm. Main eventer. That is a main eventer. Main, main eventer. Event. Main eventer. Don't even need a title. He's the man, yo. He's the He's the people. Yo. He's the people's champ. He's the people's champ. He gonna have some backup soon. That's the title of this episode. That's the title of this episode. He's the people's champ. He's the people's champ. He's the people's champ, man. And one night, he solidified he is the people's champ. That's dope. That's dope. And they're kayfabing it hard. Yeah, moving them to the alumni page and everything. Oh my goodness, bro! They, now, should lot, start, they should start shopping them around, bro. You they know what? Shopping them around. I appreciate. They should I, just I, have them start going places. And I appreciate them keeping the kayfabe alive because it's really got people going through a loop. They're like, "Oh no, his contract was expiring. He really is going to be going now." Granted, his contract might be expiring because they said it expires in August of this year, so it may expire. Mm-hmm. But he ain't going nowhere. But you know, I would flirt with the idea, bro. I would, yeah. I would shop him around a couple of having make certain deals to have him at certain places you don't really care about. Like, yeah, like, like MLW, like not MLW, uh, TNA and New Japan are having a thing in Philly coming up for a multiverse thing. Wouldn't it be cool just to have Jay pop in because he's a free agent and just, oh, dream, you know, dream uh, a mystery opponent match and then he's out of there. You know, it's a one off. And blah 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 blah, you know, just just shopping that idea around, mm-hmm. you know, just have him do little stuff. Who cares, man? 
who cares? Make it seem like he's really not coming back. And we're like, oh my God, what's happening? Exactly. Meanwhile, uh, uh, it's like when Kevin Nash was away and Triple H and Sean are fighting the whole time. And then he comes back to try to end it and ends up being like, F both of y'all, I'm at it again. <laughs> he do it like that. I don't care. I'm just saying you opened up a new, a whole new window of possibility. Yeah. And it really put Jay over the top. Just when you think the story is going to end, you realize that there's a whole other chapter to it. Like I realized days before this, people were like, the bloodline story is stale now because they're going with Jimmy turning oh, yeah. on Jay. This is before SmackDown. Prior to uh -huh. SmackDown, it's so stale now. I'm not even as interested. Da, 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 da. Just in the moment where you thought she was about to turn the channel, you watching for that one last episode. Oh, snap, the main character is gone. Mm -hmm. What happens now? There's who's still pages who's, left. Exactly. The story's not over. Who's who's going to... What else is happening at the next chapter? Now you got to see the next chapter. What do you mean Harry Potter bounced? What do you, what do you mean? What do you, what do you mean? It's, it's going to be crazy. It's going to be crazy. So Triple H, you got me again. Thank God for Triple H. And I know they're moving you off the board of directors. As long as they don't move you off of creative. Yeah. Who who wants that responsibility? Hey, Nobody wants to be on the board. I, if I if I have stake in a company, I don't even want to be on the board. You know, you got to be in there with Vince and Dana and somebody else and Tony and blah, 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 blah. leave it. Leave it. Let me run what I run well. I'm yeah. making the best numbers you've ever seen in your life. Just keep and, me here. Yeah, just, just keep me in the creative side of it. Just leave me Sean. Leave me Davari. Leave me Helms. Leave me Jason, Pierce, P. TJ. Like, leave, leave me my PD, leave me my group, yeah, and just yeah. let me do me. I'm cool just running stuff. Um, But with that being said, man, I think that's everything. Uh, Unless you have anything else left to say, I think we can move on to shout outs. No, I think that's it. Prayers to the next, to the people of Hawaii and prayers to the next people who hold the tag titles because apparently they're cursed. Oh, yeah, last thing. Oh, damn, man. Sorry, Sonia. Man, Sonia. Sonia. Such a bad one. But you know what? This Chelsea got time with thing already seemed like it's taking off. Somehow this girl can't lose, even though she's losing every partner in the goddamn world. Oh, I don't even mean just Sonia. I'm talking about Sonia, Kevin, Sammy, everybody. Oh, all the yeah, all the tag champions. Yeah, because what, well, what was Kevin's injury? Kevin's injury was... His ribs or his arm or something, and then Sammy yeah, he had, like had a broken rib or something. And, and Sammy has that pompous thing on his elbow with yes. like flaming his elbow. Yes, bro. So yeah, it's crazy. Next it's people crazy. who hold the tag titles, y'all better y'all better be durable. It's crazy. Yeah, but that's that. But but that's it. Now we can jump into the shout outs. Yeah, let's jump into the shout outs. Okay, uh, I got a figure four. My figure four for this week, um, number one. I want to give a shout out to the Other Side podcast. Uh, you can follow these guys on Twitter at the Other Side Podcast. They're a mystery podcast. Mm -hmm. They're cool. So check those guys out. The Other Side Podcast. Um, number two, I want to give a shout out to um, Pop Creates, one of the 2K creators for WWE 2K23. 
Um, he's working on a Jacob Fatu, and I've been waiting for a good Jacob Fatu forever. Since the so, uh, yeah, yeah. I tweeted it. I uh, tweeted at him when he uh, put out a work in progress of it. Told him I keep an eye on it, man. I'm waiting. I need a good Fatu, man. I need mm-hmm. a good Fatu. And anybody that can make a Calvin Tank, man. We're so late in the game now that I'm preparing for a Twitch, so I'm trying not to overdo it, and I'm already kind of overdoing it with the space. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to be very choice about the last people that I had, but I got my eye on that Fatu, and if anybody can make Calvin Tankman, I would really appreciate it. Mm-hmm. I would really appreciate it. Um, but shout out to Pop Creates. Um, shout out to everyone still liking that one comment I had on TikTok because they're still <laughs> liking that. I, I um, saw that. I peeped that. They're still over there like it's like 450. It's not a lot, but it's it's funny mm-hmm. to see how long the traction lasts for some of these. Um so shout out to all of you guys. Hmm. I mean, it was an excellent point, I guess. It's an excellent point. Good storytelling, man. Benny the bumper, great guy. Benny the bumper. Um and last but not least, man, doghouse gaming for all your retro gaming needs. Tweak, tweak. I'm coming up soon, man. I'm coming up soon. <laughs> um, hold tight. We we haven't come up yet because we just know we're gonna spend forever up there. And that's our guy, and he always has something I want that I haven't seen, and I've been keeping up with the Instagrams. Mm-hmm. That he's he's got a, a beautiful Joe, which was a old GameCube game that was amazing. So I got to get back up there. But um, I just know I'm going to spend forever up there and it's going to be a lot of money, so I haven't gone up yet. Shut up and take my money. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Duke, what are your shout-outs? All right, so quick shout-outs this week. First and foremost, we're going to shout-out Mr. Awesome over there on YouTube. His summer's over. He's back at work, and that means that the weekly episodes on his channel, his weekly trivia, is back up and running. I got to get myself back over there, reclaim my trivia title. So we're going to shout out Mr. Awesome as well. Um, the second shout out I'm giving some is a shout out to somebody you're going to be very surprised with. Shout out Enzo, man. Make it start. Uh, just became official. One of the next shows in New Japan. Enzo Amore is going to be making his debut for New Japan. Yeah, man. So shout out to Enzo doing his thing, showing that, hey, life is a lot better when you're out of WWE sometimes. It hasn't been as lucrative as I think a Leo Rush's has. Yeah. But I felt they both had that same kind of influence. And it's great to see the both of them thriving, continuing to thrive and increase their credibility um, over time. They've both only gotten better. And it's just great to see. It's great yeah. to see for the both of them. I still would love at some point for y'all to come back as uh, Enzo and Kaz to WWE because now you both are refined. Big Cass is jacked. And I feel like a lot more people, like a lot of the the, the relationships will be better now than they were then mm-hmm. between um, the two of you and the locker room in general yeah y'all both just come so far and y'all would be wonders for the tag division 
Mm-hmm. Wonders, because Enzo's gotten so much better in the ring. Cass has gotten so much better in the ring. The look is so much better. The talk will be so much more. Get out of here. Um, but yeah, yeah. Shout out to Ken. Shout out to to Enzo. Yeah, and then last but not least, I'm only gonna do three. But shout out to Toy Hunter, great friend of the show. Always been on the show. Gotta have him back. This man goes out into the wild, into the wilderness, all around Tennessee and finds the figures that everybody is looking for. Don't know how he does it. He must have a lucky rabbit's foot somewhere. But that man's always putting out great content, finding great figures. I'm going to need to talk to this man sooner or later about uh, one of the figures he just got. But when he listens to this, he'll know which one I'm talking about. Mm. And that's it. Those are my shout-outs for this week. So, All right, guys. Is it, are we safe to take it home? Let's take it home. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, if you've made it this far, thank you for tuning into this episode. As always, guys, you know the deal. Subscribe to the channels. Hit the bells for the notifications. Like, comment. Stay up to date on everything myself and Stevie Driver drop for you guys. And thank you for tuning in. Make sure you guys stay up. Make sure you guys stay blessed. And as always, stay, stay dangerous. dangerous. People have been asking me. Why, Eddie, why? why?